This is Tom Williams, and you are listening to Talk Theater in Chicago's Interview Podcast. My very special guest this week is Jackie Taylor, who is the founder and artistic director of the Black Ensemble Theater. How are you doing, Jackie? Hi, Tom. I'm fine. Thank you. I got to congratulate you on one name only. It is a tremendous show. Well, let's congratulate the writer-director, Ruben Echoes. That's right. Because it is something else. Yes, it is. And tell us how that happened, because that's a major event. Because through the years, you have pretty much written almost all the shows. And now you are, I wouldn't say passing the torch, but you're you're adding Ruben uh, as one of your writers. Well, I'm not actually uh, adding one writer. I have a whole team of writers who are writing for the Black Ensemble Theater. Oh, that's great. Because, um, you know, I, I wish that uh, we could all work forever, but it doesn't work that way. So not that I'm going to stop working, I'm not. But at the same time, I don't want the theater dependent on one person because uh, that's just not a strong organization. I want it so that... Um, if someday Jackie Taylor wants to do something else, uh, there's a system in place that, that has a continuum of leadership and artistic structure. And uh, this is part of that artistic structure and that uh, making sure that the, there's a circle of talent that's going on at Black Ensemble Theater. Well, that's, that's great news. Uh, and uh, that that's the testimony when you're building something that, that First, you raised the money and built this magnificent building, which we'll talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you had the foresight to start developing this this staff of writers. Yes, because a lot of people. Uh, it, it, it well, let me ask you this: Is it hard after all the years of writing most of the shows? Was it hard for you to to uh, decide to add more writers? You know what people ask me all the time about uh, founder syndrome. Is it hard to let go. It's hard to pass it on. And uh, no, it was not hard uh, because it's not about me. This is about building an institution with the mission of eradicating racism. And this institution has to survive many generations. And if it's built on the talents of one person, it can only survive that person's generation. So that's, that's not the point of this. The point of this is to make this an institution that survives through time where the board of directors can say in 2075, you know, the mission is irrelevant today. It's, 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 I'm sure it was unthinkable maybe when, she, when our founders started it in 1976, but now, um, it, it just doesn't have the relevancy that because people are different. And I hope Black Ensemble Theater is a great part of that. But that takes generations to make change. You are, you are really a forward thinker. <laughs> and I, I, I can't agree with you more. Uh, one of the things besides the great shows you've done through the years is the atmosphere here. When you come to a show here, you're, you're greeted with a smile that's very sincere. And at the end of the production, you have the entire cast wait out in the lobby and shake hands and say hello to everybody in the audience. And you know, I, you know, since you started it, there's a couple other theaters are now <laughs> starting to do it. They they caught on to it. <laughs> you know, it doesn't belong to me. 
when I toured with Patrick Henry, Patrick Henry many years ago in Free Street Theater, and we were going into towns and cities that had never seen black people in their lives and uh, performing, we always had to go out into the audience and greet the people. We always greeted them before the show and we always greeted them after the show. And it, 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 make, it had us make a connection that was very important, a human connection. And that stayed with me. So I decided when I was when I started the Black Ensemble Theater, that's that had to be a part of the connection. You you know, life is short, and we want to feel good as human beings. We want great experiences, and for me, that's the only thing that you should be having here at the Black Ensemble Theater. And you've accomplished that. Well, thank you. Yeah. So the atmosphere is great, and then the show starts. <laughs> and through the years, you've done such great shows. And tell us about this new building. Wow, folks, if you haven't been to the Black Ensemble, you're, we're at... 4450 North Clark North Street. Clark Street. Right. And when you come by, you can't miss it. It's a big facility. Mm-hmm. You even have indoor parking. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes. And uh, you have this 299-seat theater. Yes. Which is, what, about twice the size of the old... Exactly twice. Exactly right. twice. Okay. Right. And uh, soon a black box. Uh, yes, 150 seat black box theater. Uh, the the directors and will be able to design it any way they want. Oh, a uh, complete black box. It's yeah, a complete. Right. You can come in different ways. You can. It's 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 different every time, and it will be uh, different than the black ensemble theater productions because we are going to experiment. We're going to, all of the plays won't be musicals, but they will utilize music. Uh, because what's going to happen is that all of our productions, even the ones in the black box, they will have live music because I'm a musician myself. A lot of people don't know that, but, but I'm a musician. And for me, that's an integral part of a performance is the music in the piece. And it doesn't have to be traditional music it can be all kinds of music but when we listen to a piece there is music there subconscious but it's it's still there i agree so uh in black ensemble shows even though those productions that will be in the studio a lot of them will be some will be drama some will be comedy some some you won't be able to classify they'll all be very different uh but what they will have in common is that they all will have live music. So that becomes one of your standard. It has been the standard trademark, yes. but it will continue to be one of your, it will your continue. trademarks. Yes, even in the non-musical pieces. Oh, great. Now, uh, are these going to be all original pieces? We only do original okay. pieces. You're going to stay with that. We only do original pieces. That is you know, great. People say, why don't you do the classics? Why don't you do Lorraine Hansberry, why who I love. I love Lorraine Hansberry's uh, uh, writing more than any other writer that I've ever experienced. Uh, but that's not what we do. Our productions have to serve a certain mission they have to cross cultural barriers they have to be uplifting they have to be educational when you leave you should say i didn't know that i learned something today they have to 
uh, be able to unite people and make us aware about of how similar we are as human beings. Not every production does that. But if people want the classics, they're being produced all over town. That's true. By everybody. So if you want to see A Raisin in the Sun or you want to see Dream Girls that was produced at least four times this year or you want to see, you know, if you, if you want that, fine. Don't that. But that's not what the black ensemble serves. OK. We serve original work that's built in accordance to uh, delivering the mission of the organization. And you're to be commended for that. Uh, and I know you have the discipline to stay with that. And okay. and you're making it work. You're making it pay because that's always a problem uh, with a lot of theater companies is balancing something that's commercial with with something that's art and something that's original. It, yes. It can be hard. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you guys have developed such a reputation that when people go, they go, oh, Black Ensemble's got a new show. What's the name? Oh, I don't know, but I'm going. Right. And right. that's, I think, where a lot of theater companies want to be. Well, you know, it's not about the production. It's about the message. And and uh, it has always been my purpose since I started the theater in 1976 that people want to feel good. They want to feel good. And if you if you provide that for them, they don't care what 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 the utensil is. It doesn't matter. They're going to come because they they know that when they get there, they're going to love it, and when they leave, they're going to feel good. And that's really all that matters. And you do that, and, and there's some magic to that. As simple as that sounds, of course, the devil's in the details. <laughs> now, doing it is, is another thing. Um, so let's talk a little bit about uh, One Name Only. Yes. Because it's, I think it's an expansion. It, it seems to work with your mission, but it's an expansion artistically. Yes. Uh, so, And I think one of the things that makes it is, is strong book. Yes. It's a strong story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So tell us about this. Well, um, Ruben was actually, you know, all of my writers are given an assignment. I think of the titles. I think of what will be interesting. Okay. And um, uh, what's a good catch? Because a title makes a million words, you know? Yes, it does. And um, uh, so I, at the beginning of the year, I give out titles. And I say, okay, here's the title. Uh, with Ruben, I said, okay, here's the title. Uh, I want you to blend um, the our old audience with a new audience because I I have very young writers purposely because I don't want the theater to uh, get to a point where its audience is is getting older and will be gone. Uh, yeah, you I, need, that's the other magic. You need the way of bringing in the right. younger people. Yeah. I want to bring in other generations, and I want the work to continue in that way, so that it, it's a circle. You got you have a mixture, so that the audience doesn't, even though that that segment of the audience may be gone. There's another segment coming up that's taking their place, so it's a continuum of audience. I don't want to get stuck. Um, so. I asked Ruben to, he had, he, he liked that title and he wanted to take that title. And I asked him to, to just ensure that he brings in and touches a young audience, uh, and that he had to have 
since it was one name only, the concept of that title came from Patty, Aretha, Gladys, Whitney. Those were the names that I said, okay, these are the names that have to be a part of one name only. Now, write it. So he came up with the the concept of the it's all of the who, it's, uh, yes of the reality show yes. and the contest that was all his concept everything I didn't I stayed away from he 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 told me his concept he was a little nervous because I don't watch TV I watch the um, Food Channel <laughs> so I and, only watch the some sports and and like political stuff yeah, right i don't otherwise i don't watch it I so agree. i mean i know what's going on but i you know i'm i he was a little nervous about it uh because he said he, he didn't know if i would like it or not um uh but when he presented me the the the, the, the you know what his concept was i said hey sounds great definitely go for it let's let, can, you got two weeks deliver me a script two weeks yeah and you strict. I used, <laughs> I would think you're strict on those kind of deadlines. Yes, I am. Yes, wow. I am. I think mild pressure like that can bring out the creativity. Well, yeah. you gotta you you put up a shut up, <laughs> one or the other. Wow. And uh, Ruben uh, brought me the the what he had in those two weeks, and I I loved it. I said, okay, let's go, let's let's go get it cast let's get the moving get uh brought in my production manager and and got the production team in place and um i stayed away did he do the casting too yes this this is all ruben i stayed totally away um it's a process that i work with my associate directors because the productions have to have a certain style they must uh uh do we have a formula we absolutely do and uh it's all in the marketing, just like McDonald's. You, you, they have a product, and they're never going to get rid of that McDonald's hamburger. That's going to be there. But they bring in the shake, and they bring in the McRibs, and they bring in the Irish stuff, or whatever it is yeah. that they're doing, and they make it different. They give you different reasons of why it should be happening. Black Ensemble has a product, and we have to maintain our product because that's what we're selling. That's what people are coming to buy. And when they come, they better get their product. You better not go to McDonald's and say, well, we're out of hamburgers. Oh, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> okay. True. So uh, we got to have our product. So at the same time, I have to ensure that our product continues and is uh, um, um, embedded in whatever we do. So the process, I, I don't, I don't just put a director out there. Uh, the process is we work a couple of years. We work together. We develop together for a couple of years. Uh, and Ruben has been working with me now as associate director for three years. Plus, he's, uh, he's one heck of an entertainer. Too. Oh, yeah. He's just fabulous. And uh, with this, he was ready. Uh, he's used to me coming in uh, three weeks before we're supposed to open and doing whatever I need to do to make sure the show is is, is ready. Uh, or even, even longer. But, uh, this time I purposely did not come till wow. three days before we were. It had to be a little hard for to preview. <laughs> well, yeah, it was, but I was having fun. So I was cool, you okay. know. And you trust. Well, yeah. you got to trust. You have to trust. Uh, so, uh, I came in three days before. Wow. And 
I, 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 because I did not want to interfere with his process. It's his process. He doesn't have to worry about what Jackie's going to think. He has to worry about, is my process working? Is this, is this what I want it to be? Well, your trust certainly paid off because it shows fabulous. And yes. Where did he come up with this, this terrific young talent? You know, wow. Black Ensemble has such a wonderful name. It has such a wonderful name that kids, singers swarm here because they want to perform on the Black Ensemble Theater stage. And see, Black Ensemble is also an educator because I'm an educator. You know, I'm a teacher sure. and I've been teaching for, uh, I, I was a teacher before I, I was, um, before I went in, into professional theater. But, um, so I, and once a teacher, you're always a teacher. That, that never leaves you. And, uh, the thing about Black Ensemble is, see, we can get someone and they, they don't have to know anything about acting. We can train them. We can, we can, in that, in those four weeks that we have for rehearsal, we can get them to where they need to be so that when they walk in the door, they might not know a thing about acting. But by the time they open at the Black Ensemble Theater, oh, they, they're, they're, fabulous as actors on the stage wow that's so so you what do you look for you uh you and people like ruben you look for just raw talent 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 capacity and you have to have the eye to be able to see it when it's not there to be able you you have to be able to say hmm you know that voice is not developed but God, it's a great voice, and it and it 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 sounds like this person, or they can sing this person. Or when I hear voices, I always I always compare them to um, singers that you know were around in the fifties when 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 singing was was more harmonious, to to let's say. Yeah, and you could understand uh, the words. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, p- people sound like Nat King Cole or people sound like, um, Sam Cooke. And I, I just, as a musician, because I do, uh, you know, I, I, I know music in a whole nother way. Uh, it's, 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 we were able to identify what their capacity is, even without them showing us. Wow, that's that's quite an art form, and it's paid off. Because w- when I see the shows through the years, uh, I remember the Ella show where you had three three people play Ella. Yes, and it and I'm a, I always grew up with Ella, <laughs> and each era of Ella's life because she sung forever, right, fifty sixty years. Yes, that the people as they moved in and out, it I just closed my eyes a couple times and boy, she was out there. Yes, yeah. yes, and. Uh, you should be proud of of how many people that you have developed who have gone on. Oh, you know, I, they're all my children, yeah. all all of them, and I'm very very proud of my Broadway babies like Chester Gregory yeah. and my my film babies like like uh, uh, Linda Bright Clay, and I mean, there's there's we're very proud at Black Ensemble Theater, you know, for for the accomplishments that we were able to to aspire to and to be successful at. 
Well, you are certainly to be proud of that. In one of the the things you have in my in one name only, I'll, I'll say that wrong once I'm sure, is bringing in the guest stars. Yes, to be the judges. It's, it's part of this, you know, uh, the the it's a contest. So they have two standard judges, and then they have they have a, a guest judge. And right. on, on opening night, you had someone playing someone to be a guest. But you're yes. at, the actual persons are coming, isn't that right? Well, there you are some people scheduled? that are scheduled, and, and uh, we can't say because if we give that away, then uh, and they're not here, we'll have egg on our face yeah. because that does happen. Some of these folks are really big stars, and sometimes their schedule changes in a given notice. So uh, we're hoping that we, we will have a couple of very exciting uh, national stars that will come in as guest judges. Wow, that's and some of the past uh, stars you've you developed is that are they part of that mix too? We will see. Oh, okay. <laughs> and and uh, the other part that I think is unique is the audience has something to do with picking the who is the one name only, the last name standing. Well, you know, we always try to incorporate the audience at Black Ensemble Theater. We always incorporate everyone. Uh, the, if you notice, the musicians are always a part of the production. They're yes, just they not are. playing music. They're they a part of it. Uh, and we always try to incorporate the audience in some way where they must be vocal. They must, whether they get up and dance, whether they sing a song, it really doesn't matter. But we, we because we want that, that, that communal experience where we're just not the only ones on the stage. Yeah, I've seen that where where some of your singers, especially doing a love song, and they'll go down in the audience and they'll say something where they'll they'll hug somebody or bring them up to dance a little bit. And how excited the audience! I mean, middle aged women that are that are well dressed, and you can tell they're very refined, <laughs> and they just act like they giggle like children. They just love it so much. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That that's a nice touch. Oh well, you know that's what theater is about. It's a community experience. It's a communal experience. I, I couldn't agree more. And and uh, the way you stage show your new stage, I think is fabulous. Thank you. You you that the thrust really really works. And uh, another thing I've noticed in your shows now a lot more dancing. Well, you know, Ruben is a choreographer. Yes, he is. He's a very good. And one. and because Ruben. You know, I, I just believe that all of my directors, you, you got to let their lights shine. You know, you, you got to let their vision come come true, come through the production. So uh, Ruben is a choreographer. So he he puts that choreography on him every time. Yeah. And but he's a good teacher, too, because uh, they look smooth. A absolutely. And then with these young kids, uh, who many of them are. Out of what? Fresh out of college, and and most of them in the show were not, or a lot of them are first timers for Black yes. Ensemble, right? Yes, a lot of them are, are have never uh, performed professionally. Uh, some of them have performed professionally, but not here at the Black Ensemble Theater. Wow, and they look like seasoned veterans. They better. <laughs> <laughs> so so tell us in a show like this. Uh, well, they're all new shows, but. What is your rehearsal process? I know some uh, Marriott and Drury Lane. A lot of them are two weeks because they all know, you know, their 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 standard uh, shows. They they know the songs. They they're off book before they get there. So it's a matter of staging. 
Right. But you guys are you're creating it from the word go. Right. And uh, brand new people, as you say. It's a, it's a very different process. Yes. We don't touch a book the first two weeks. We don't touch it. Wow. Uh, they have to work out. They have to go through uh, different kind of bonding exercises that uh, brings out their personalities and gets rid of all the nonsense before we even get to the storyline. And then we we uh we go to the script. We do read it. We do read it from the beginning. Uh and we read it every night, but it changes. It always changes depending on on the reading because we're creating as we go along. I know when I when I when I'm working, I can start with one script and they'll read it and I'll say, "Okay, well, tear that up." And uh, tomorrow I'll bring you something else. Because you, you hear it doesn't work. Right. Yeah. It's, oh, not, okay. it's not right. Um, so we, we create as we go. And we, we, you know, we tell our actors, you know, you, you, this is a process. And it's, it's not a process that you're going to experience anywhere else. Uh, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. But no, it's bumpy. It's bumpy as hell. But what they learn. What yes. they can learn from that. Absolutely. So that at, and at what point is is it frozen? It's never frozen. Okay. It's never frozen. Um, a piece can always be made stronger and better. And as a director, uh, uh, there is a point where I where I will stop directing because I want them to just have fun and be comfortable, and not worry about, uh oh, uh, is this going to change? Is this going to change? Uh, so, but. If if I walk in and there's something that I see that's not working uh, or that needs to be enhanced, I'll change it. I'll come in that night and I'll change it. During the run? Yes. Terrific. Absolutely. Because I feel like the audience should always get the best show. Okay. And over time, uh, I know some of your, a lot of your shows extend and have fairly long runs because they're just so popular. Uh, do you have to come in sometimes and see it getting a little sluggish or whatever? And oh, yeah, yeah. You always have yeah. to say. That happens yeah. in all theater. That happens yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And and we're going to try to be a little different uh, with our new uh, theater because we, you know, in running the productions for so long, people get complacent. They, they, they forget about you sometimes. And we don't want that to happen. So I'm going to experiment with, with putting dead, deadlines on the run. And um, uh, coming in with the next show, I'm going to experiment to see um, if I can keep those that fire just moving uh, rather than setting for a long time with the same show. That also can help you develop a, a stronger subscription base, too. Well, yeah. I, you know what? I don't want subscriptions. You, oh, you don't? I don't believe in that. But I do believe in what I call a five play card. Okay, tell a us five play that. card. Um, you can use that any way you want. You can see five shows or you can bring five friends to one show or you can do it a, a combination of whatever you want to do. And, uh, it's, it's flexible and it doesn't lock you in artistically because the show might change. Um, or, um, if the show is just phenomenally, a big success, uh, you want to extend it for a little while, you should be able to do that. When you have a subscription base, uh, you're you're married to that base. Yeah, I've seen 
uh, I know Drury Lane and, and Marriott do that, and it seems to work for them. But we have seen some great shows, particularly lately at Drury Lane, that you know could run for six months, but they're you know they they're backed up. They have another show, right? And they're committed to it, and and so are their their subscribers. So I can see the logic in it. How is that working out for you? It works fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It works fantastic. I mean, when you have, I mean. You know, if if there uh, there are theaters who um, the subscription base is working and they need it, and they're very glad to have that. Yeah, it's nice to have the money up front. That's yeah. up front, yeah. and and that's fine. Um, Black Ensemble Theater is a different kind of theater. We have uh, our base is is they're individual ticket buyers, and uh we have the luxury of being able to be very flexible so that if we do have a, a, a hit show, we can run it for a while. And I don't want to lose that. But at the same time, I want to I want to get a momentum going um, because we do have a new facility and a, and a new building so that we keep we keep growing and growing and growing. The excitement keeps growing for a while. So that we can't set on one show as long as we could before. Okay, that's that, the logic of that certainly makes sense. And now with with you in 2013, you're going to be opening up the black box. Yes. Okay. Uh, do you foresee some of the shows there growing up and moving into onto the main stage? Well, you know, excuse me, <laughs> nothing is impossible, um, uh, but. The main stage is our main product. It's our main product. And we're going to keep our main product. So if if there's a show that uh, can translate, then we'll translate it. But in the meantime, I want the the, the black box theater, uh, to, to simplify it, to be the young folks theater. Okay. Where it attracts this this young audience. Um, so you're going to do some edgy avant-garde stuff, possibly. Too. Well, we're going to open with the Tupac Shakur story. Uh, we're going to bring in the Bob Marley story. We're going to we're working on that now. Uh, so we don't know too much about either one. So I, well, I can't see, wait for that's yeah, yeah, I don't. <laughs> that's a generation difference. Yeah, but um, I that's what I picture, and then hopefully those two. Uh, those generations will will cross pollinate, and the older folks will start going upstairs to the younger theater, saying, "Wait, what are those kids? What's that all about?" And the kids will say, "Hey, what's what's going on down there?" So that we'll have this cross pollination of of bringing the intergenerations together. Okay, and do you foresee some of those uh, black box shows? Uh, being remounted at other theaters, you know, licensing them out to other theaters? Well, you know, we're going to start licensing um, all of our stuff. Good. Uh, we, we haven't done it purposely. But other we, cities, I, I'm sure, must be crying for it. Yeah, but we purposely haven't done it because I really wanted, I mean, we've done it on a limited basis. We toured Jackie Wilson, mm -hmm. and uh, that was a big success, a huge success for it. So we toured, we, we've toured, on, on a limited basis, but uh, you know, I wanted to to ensure that the product was strong and that people were clamoring for the product before we let it loose. 
And now we have enough cities that are saying, when can we get this show? When can we get this show? When can we get this show? Well, now we're just about ready. We have enough uh, so that when we let it loose, it'll be very successful. That's that's the ultimate uh, in in expansion. That's right. for sure. Uh, you're bringing back the doo-wop show. You know, that's my all-time favorite <laughs> of your show. I guess from the, maybe that's generational because I, I grew up with that music. Yeah. And I remember uh, when I saw it at at your old space, there was a group of college kids, both black and white kids, and none of them knew the music. And it just got me crazy. And I said, thank God that you do these shows. Yeah. Because, I mean, you would figure that that at least the, the, the young black kids would know it, but they're somehow they didn't. Well, they're not of that generation. Why, yeah. why well, would they? Well, think their parents would play it or something. I guess yeah. not. Huh? Oh, well, look, when your parents played their music and you were a kid, did you really get turned on to that? Or did you say, oh, God. No, no, you're right, I didn't. Although later I did, because my parents used to like uh, operettas and Gilbert and Sullivan and that. So later on, when I, when I became old enough to appreciate right. it, I remember it, but not during the time. No. Right, absolutely not. And, and, and if they're exposed to it, they'll remember it. And when they get to that point, they might uh, grow to, to like it. Well, certainly uh, the doo-wop show. And the the other Cinderella. The other Cinderella. You got to tell us about that. You know, through the years, you've done that three or four times since I've been reviewing, and for somehow schedule or whatever, I have not seen it. I can't wait for that because everyone tells me how great a show it is. I have been producing the other Cinderella since I first wrote it, which was in 1976 when I played Cinderella for two years on the stage, uh, because it's it's our big. It's it's our classic. It's it's like the Goodman does the Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. We 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 bl- the other Cinderella people love the story. They love it. Uh, it's a cross cultural story, so we we get it's, it it suits our very diverse audience. And uh, we've been producing it every two years since 1976. Yeah, and 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 shame on me for not seeing it, but I'll make sure I'm there this time. Yay! I, I you know. It bugs me when I when I run across a show that I should have seen and haven't seen. You know, as many as I've seen. I mean, that's that's part. If you're a theater lover, that's what you want to do, for sure. Sure. Well, uh, we're just about out of time. I have one last question. Sure. Is there another goal or idea that you have that is your your it's burning you to to succeed at? Another goal or, or idea. Yeah. Well, you know what I want to do, uh, and, 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 um, is I, I want to do more films. You know, I, I, my career in films has been a good one. Yeah. I, it has been good. It has been very good. Uh, but I, I, I miss acting. I miss singing. I, I miss performing. And, um, I, I don't want to do it all the time. And right now I just don't have the time. I mean, I've been asked to, to, to do several films. I just, I don't, I can't, I can't, I don't have the time, but, um, there will come that time when I will be able to, uh, perform again, like I want to perform. Uh, I don't want to work that hard, but I, I don't, ever want to lose my passion for performing i would i could would love to see you and oprah in a film <laughs> i'm sure you know oprah right 
I don't know Oprah. Okay. No, not personally. Okay. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't it be fun to be in a film with her? Well, I, it would be fun to be in a film with anybody. Oh. So Oprah, most definitely. Okay. Well, congratulations on the new building. Folks, you got to see One Name Only. And again, I've said it before, Black Ensemble Theater is in that elite list where when they do a new show, just get a ticket. <laughs> Don't worry about what the show is. You will go and you will have fun. You will be entertained. And you'll leave with a smile on your face. Thank you. That's so nice of you to and say, Tom. It's It's true. Folks, thanks for listening and go see a play this week. <laughs>